0: Good
1: morning! Morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. (laughs) Meat! I'll send you
0: a nice box of Christmas meat. Best I can do. Get out of here. Bring me more photos. We're
1: the stars of this party.
0: I'll make you eat those words. Huh. Faker. No chance to win against me.
1: He can't lie. Sonic, this time there's no way out of marrying me.
0: It is not. I resent that. Slander is spoken and printed libel. There's
1: only one way to go. Ready? My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
0: We are recording. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Landon Cremeens, and today I have my good friend, Ramsey Sandoval. How are you today? I'm doing very
1: well. Thank you, Landon.
0: Man, it's nice to have you back, and permanently this time. Because yes, it's, we
1: have completely restructured this podcast. Yes, it's good to uh, you know, have, so- have something that I can uh, share with and talk to people about, you know, yes. all this crazy stuff that's in my head. <laughs> it's also better because now I don't have to do this solo anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of the ep- most of the previous episodes were just me talking about some random thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, that's kind of how podcasts are usually.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, usually I have two or more people. So, it's a yeah. But anyways, so WandaVision just ended with its Mm -hmm. ninth episode.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And today we are going to be talking about it and giving off our thoughts and kind of what we want to see for the future with the next Marvel shows and movies that will be coming out in just a matter of months.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. So So. I
0: I think the big elephant in the room is um how much it takes back from the sitcoms that our grandparents and our parents used to watch when
1: they were kids i i really enjoyed that yeah i actually thoroughly enjoyed those like not not only because like my girlfriend has been getting me into the older sitcoms but i genuinely enjoyed that like new take on like doing something different with the marvel with the marvel universe and not just taking the status quo, you know? And yeah. it was and it was very well-written and entertaining anyway, so I, I was never bored.
0: Yeah, and in my opinion, I think this is the best Marvel production so far. Oh, I 100% agree. Like, it's just so unique and different from the other ones. Because, mm-hmm. like, the thing is, for me personally, and you know this a little bit, mm-hmm. for me, I don't fully consider comic book movies to be a real movie, because when you think about it, Most of your comic movies is explosion, 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 big CGI character versus big CGI character, explosion, (laughs) roll credits.
1: Basically, yeah. I mean, I think they can be, like, if done right, they can actually be really good. If done right, exactly.
0: But not every single comic book movie has to be like that. Like, when you take the Dark Knight trilogy, for example, Hmm. like they're it's a con, they're comic book based movies but they're they feel real
1: like yeah like this is like an actual realistic thing that could happen
0: with hmm. the dark and, and i
1: mean and if you're going to go completely unrealistic like i mean WandaVision vision can't happen in real life but <laughs> if you're gonna do it like put some heart and put some work into it and i like that exactly. that's what they did with WandaVision. um and the fact that we didn't even have any sort of fight scene until the final episode and You know, of course, my brain. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Of course, my brain would have like wanted like maybe a little thing here or there. But that said, it never, like I said, it was so well written. It was so entertaining. It was never boring to me. Like I never said that. Even in the first two episodes, I watched them and I didn't, I wasn't like, when are we going to get to something? No, like, like it was. But it's
0: like, it builds up. It's like, it gives you this mysterious feeling that you have to come up with a theory of some sort. Exactly, what's going on? That's exactly what was happening when I watched the first two episodes. I was wondering what is going on, and yeah, like it's kind of it's kind (laughs) of bothering (laughs) me because of like how you talk about it, and yeah, the biggest thing was vision.
1: Oh yes, we had so many Paul Bettany.
0: We had so many questions like is he alive is it i personally thought that she would just reanimated the corpse of vision yeah i
1: think that's what a lot of people thought and i i even was sitting there i was like uh i guess that would be kind of cool i kind of hope not but that'd be kind of cool but in, let's just say it is in the
0: final episode he drops dead on the floor <laughs> just just goodbye wonder <laughs> 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 It's just oh,
1: oh, oh, oh looks down.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should reanimate that again.
1: Yeah. Uh no, but yeah, like the thing was um I'm very I'm very like into uh the the news and everything that um like everything that comes out even before the show is even released and it yeah. the episodes so I was very knowledgeable in a lot of stuff. So I I knew kind of about the whole Agatha thing. I kind of knew about it being all fake and all that. I I knew that, but the good thing was there was still a lot of good good stuff in there, even for people who kind of knew about it going in. Like, of course there's some people who are watching that absolutely had no idea about anything. They just go in and they're so confused and they get to experience the mystery for themselves. But even me, someone who's knowledgeable still gets to, still gets to know and still gets to learn um, a, gr- a great deal of things. And it was still entertaining. I wasn't like, oh, okay, I know all this.
0: And what's interesting is I kind of want to get to this. For for most of the Marvel movies, I feel like I have to watch like 10 of them yeah. not, to like understand what's going on to the, into this next one. But the thing is with WandaVision, I only had to watch three.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you didn't really have to. And um, honestly, <coughs> oh, excuse me. I yeah. think, th- ironically, with all the stuff that it connects to, I feel like it can very well stand on its own because it. And, that, gives and you that's one- the
0: thing. It like th- this could have been its own thing. It could be completely non Marvel related when you think about it.
1: Yeah, like it just it was. Um, like I like I keep just saying, it was just so well written and everything was put perfectly to where you got to learn about these characters, uh, even, you know, uh, even whether you know about them or not. And uh, I think that's the good thing that Marvel tries to tackle is um, it doesn't matter. They, they think they consider they're like, okay, each one of these movies or each one of these shows is someone's first Marvel project. So we need to make it at least yeah, able to introduce someone, you know? and,
0: and that's and that's what it's going um going through into this part of the MCU because I mean what happened was in Phase one, I mean of course this was brand new, nobody really knew what was going on, so it made sense for that to happen, yeah. but when we got to middle of Phase two, early Phase three, it kind of got to that thing where they didn't you know consider that this is someone's first Marvel project, really and it, yeah i mean like it, it kind of just just valued the stories
1: yeah i mean like they gave you enough and i mean of course sen- since these characters are so well known they don't have to baby you and give and you that the backstory and that's the thing movie
0: but i mean but there's always that one person in the theater let's say that doesn't really know what the characters are about like they know like they know batman or maybe iron man or something but they don't really know the rest of the characters
1: Yeah, and luckily Marvel does a good job of at least making it approachable to those. Uh, Yeah,
0: they they make it approachable, and I applaud them for that. But the thing is, with these connected movies, like you you know, they always have to connect them. Mm -hmm. When you look at the DC universe, like at first they were fully trying to do the Marvel thing, and it just it was a mess.
1: It was a huge mess, yeah.
0: But when um, they started just making the independent films and not trying to connect them in any big storyline or anything they they started making good films again
1: yeah and i mean i'm not saying like i mean just for like for example for zack snyder stuff we kind of go back and forth on him we go yeah. back to liking to hating to liking, like to hating.
0: hate we like we thought batman v superman theatrical was okay ultimate edition was really cool
1: and then once justice league came out we just started hating on everything <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jack, come yeah. on Zack, ah. come on yeah now nah, that was Whedon's fault. But anyway, uh, but, like, and those things have been good. Like, they can do it. Like, once they, once you, if you just sit down and make good stories, it's fine. Like, you don't have to shoehorn everything. I mean, even in WandaVision, they put in a lot of characters from completely different franchises, but it but it, it worked. It worked, and it was writing. natural. They didn't force it. It's not like they were trying to force Captain America and Star-Lord into this film, like, they or this show. Like, they...
0: Naturally, yeah, putting
1: characters that made sense in story. Yeah, it, that was
0: focused, sense. it was focused on the two characters that mattered most. That's it.
1: Yes. And uh, and any other character, they had an easy way of bringing them in. Like yeah, uh, Jimmy Wu, FBI. That makes sense. He's FBI. Because yeah, uh, <laughs> of the missing
0: person reports that came in later on.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, then
0: Quicksilver, yeah. that, that was uh, used as a pool for one to, to kind of for Agnes to figure out, like, how she created the world and everything.
1: Yeah. And that,
0: and that's, and that, that was very interesting to me. In episode five, when they um, introduced Quicksilver, but they used the actor from the X-Men movies, I was very, like, curious, like, why did they yeah, specifically I- do that?
1: Well, uh, there had already been a bunch of rumors that he was going to appear in the series. And everyone was like, oh, is he going to play Quicksilver? Is he going to play the new MCU Quicksilver? Is he going to be Mephisto? Uh, Mephisto, you know. Um, yeah, that kind of. But, uh, ooh, okay, let's get, into, let's get into the Quicksilver controversy. Um, everyone got super upset with how they ended up using him. And honestly, minus the joke just just the joke itself minus the joke i didn't really mind because yeah i mean because
0: like this story is about wanda's grief and how she overcomes it yeah so like why would you immediately throw in
1: you know the whole
0: x-men universe like come on (laughs) yeah like that the one character with quicksilver it's because she wanted. She knew she was dead, but she believed so much that because of this, he could be alive.
1: Yeah, and I that's mean, like why
0: this shines out exactly.
1: In this, and in this in this series. To be fair, I think the only reason people were getting really upset is because they used uh, Evan Peters, and I think, I think because people have connections to that, like and who like watch the X Men films and things like yeah. that. That's why they were getting upset. Think about it someone who doesn't know who this character is is just or maybe has only seen the mcu films are just like okay he looks different it's a different person okay and they're fine with that but i think i think the only reason they used evan peters was just because of that quicksilver connection just as that little nod um they yeah, literally like, could have used any actor
0: yeah that and that and that's the thing like it's it's important in the story but it's also like a small sign that hey the X-Men are coming to the MCU, but at a later time. That's kind of how I saw it in this sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're actively working towards it, and, I mean, I'm not – I don't, like
0: – Like, don't rush I, it or anything. Like, take the time, but, like, give us little yeah. nods, like maybe an actor or something in every yeah. MCU project. And
1: and I will say, I – as much as I, the little bit that I didn't – that, of course, that Eric Taylor-Johnson had as Quicksilver, I uh, – I, I and I, as much as I thoroughly enjoyed him, I really I think it was a good choice to do Evan Peters just because I liked his character. I liked I liked how he was handled in the uh, in like episode six question mark Yes.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. And, uh, so yeah, sorry. let's actually talk about um the episodes leading up to seven. Um, like because I always noticed because my grandfather, you know, mm-hmm. he grew up in the uh, 50s and 60s, and he watched these shows that were inspired by the WandaVision episodes. Like, the first episode mm-hmm. was inspired by the Dick Van Dyke show.
1: Oh, yeah, very Dick
0: Van Dyke. I and love then, Lucy. And then the second was a mix of um, Van Dyke and Bewitched. Yes. And then I, I've never really been able to figure out what the seven, what the 70s one was.
1: I, 70s is kind of... Uh... I'm trying to remember I, because there's so many titles that I don't know and I need to make sure. Right. But I know, I know for sure one of them is Brady Bunch. And then I, Oh, the, the Brady Bunch. Uh, yeah. I was about to say family ties, but I think that was the yeah, 80s. I think that was the family 80s. Ties was 80s. And the,
0: so there was, the 80s, I, for the 80s episode, I think the only connection I made was Full House.
1: Oh, the 80s episode was very much, um, uh, Family Ties, uh, whatever it was. I forgot. I forgot what the name of the show. It's either Family Matters or Family Ties. I forgot what it was called, but it was. I don't uh, think. Um, I don't
0: think it's Family one, Matters because um, Julio White. Wait, no. Was I don't. It was. It was. The, it, was
1: the, it was the one with uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Marty McFly. Wait, what's his name? I forgot his name.
0: Michael J. Fox.
1: Michael J. Fox. Thank you. Yeah, it was the one where uh, with with the, uh, w- that show.
0: For some reason, I um, always thought Family Matters was tied to Urkel. I don't know why. Yeah. It, it just makes um, sense and then the 90s that was uh, malcolm in the middle yes that was that was that
1: was very malcolm in the middle the thing and that it i was done, was just, it was
0: done excellent
1: excellently with the, the I, kids exactly right? and i think uh on uh and i mean of course we can go like episode by episode and yeah, yeah, yeah. like episode six episode five and six but mostly six are clumped as like one of my top favorite episodes just i thoroughly like i literally would watch the malcolm in the middle like if they made that episode like into its own series like no mystery oh, just I would watch oh. that. It's so oh, funny yeah. and Evan Peters in that helped helped a lot I loved Evan Peters in that one as well and
0: so so about episode 6 real quick I think the big thing that tied that this wasn't the real quick was at one point because of the bullet holes because the bullet holes didn't match um, the ones that were on his body in um, Age of Ultron
1: yeah, but I th- I think that that might be a stretch
0: stretch stretch of smidge. Well, I mean, that, I think that's just how I connected it because I watched like these oh, yeah. videos and everything.
1: Well, I think because whenever everyone saw the uh, um, the thing with Vision, the uh, Vision's dead body, everyone assumed that it was because she was reanimating his corpse, and that's how she was doing it. Uh, w- what I think, because we can tell now, I think what's actually evident is she's just she was just in like a hard moment or like slowly going back to reality to where she's seeing things as they really are, but like, not like, it would have been cool if like maybe the illusion broke for a second and she was just seeing the body. Uh, but I think it was just, she was like grieving for a moment and then she just saw the body like her brain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so,
0: um, uh, let's talk about the whole vision thing for a second at, Like, of course, at first we thought it was just reanimated corpse, but then we learned that it was actually just um, something that she created inside the Hex.
1: Yeah. I think, like, honestly, I think that was a lot better. I mean, as much as I want the MCU to go really dark at some point, like, I I think that made more sense, and that was a lot better. Like,
0: like, we'll we'll have to talk about the Doctor Strange 2 in a second, because that's where it leads into, hmm. but... I think how they're doing the whole Vision in the case that now we have White Vision, Vision technically is back. Oh, he's back.
1: Yeah, that's 100%. But
0: but my question is how are are they going to use him more? Because I've been looking at the upcoming Marvel movies and um, Paul Bettany isn't cast in any of them.
1: Yeah, um,
0: like, um, are they just going to sideline him for a bigger role later
1: in Phase 5? Probably either that or maybe they're going to just put him in smaller stuff in other movies. Like, I mean, because, for example, think about it like this. Iron Man is probably, he was, he, ha- his, he was really in Phase 3. Like, he was... Um, he was a center he focus. Was a bi- he was basically center focus of Phase 3. Not a single Iron Man movie in that. Not, like all of his his big solo stuff happened in happened uh before the end of phase two,
0: yeah. So, the I think the last phase two movie was Iron Man 3, I believe,
1: yeah. Um, so I think I think that that might be what they're doing is they're probably just going to put him in other stuff. I think, excuse me, uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is probably its most like, likeliest um, uh, uh, recent like upcoming one outside of that. I'm not sure unless they decide that they're going to do a season two, which I would not is mind.
0: Fair, it's very unlikely though, because like
1: yeah.
0: the, the WandaVision was planned as a one season series.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I, I just don't see what they would do because, because yeah, I mean, like, uh, the thing is we're going to see more of Wanda in phase four. She's going to be a primary asset in the story for Multiverse of Madness.
1: Okay. I think if they were to do a second season, it would either be outside of the main canon slash outside of the main uh, continuity if they want to keep the same format, or it would just be a different format. Like, it would just be a, a normal Marvel show. Or maybe they could do a blend. Like, maybe it's just a family show of Wanda and Vision with the, you know, with maybe some more action and stuff thrown in there. Is that... And that you don't have that,
0: to do that would be really cool. I think that you, there's a lot you could do with that.
1: Yeah, but a proper season two with the, almost the exact same format as season one, not happening. Unless, yeah. you know, somehow at the end of Doctor Strange 2, he's like, hey, you're too dangerous. We're going to put you back in the hex. <laughs> and then season yeah. two. <laughs> That'd be funny.
0: So I actually do think that this is a very interesting question I have. How big is the hex now? Because
1: like what? Well, well, now it's gone.
0: But the thing is, Agnes is supposed to be kept in the hex.
1: Not really kept in the hex. She's kept in Westview. And ca- technically, imagine like you know how people are. How people are in the hex—they're not who they really are. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of just all centered now on concentrated on her. So now essentially she is a different person. That's kind of what it was. Um, oh. The hex, okay. is, the hex is the hex is gone. Uh, excuse me. Hold on one second. <laughs>
0: oh man you got you got a bit of a cold there buddy
1: uh no nah, i'm fine <laughs> i don't <laughs> got the rona trust me
0: anyway the rona
1: yes so let's go episode by episode and we can okay like, we can clump let's, like two
0: together so let's talk about episode one where we want
1: hmm? i was gonna say we can kind of clump the first two to kind of together yeah because they're, like, they're very similar they format out, and everything yeah so uh episode one i honestly again absolutely loved it i love the uh i love how they are how again paul vettany and elizabeth Olsen did an absolutely amazing job replicating these time periods and yeah uh, the writing like writing made it very enjoyable uh even as someone who you know is expecting this to blow up at some point. Like it was good to just sit and watch a, a sitcom with Wanda and Vision for uh, like. About yeah, I
0: could one. just do that. I I honestly could just do a sitcom with those two characters, no action or anything.
1: Oh yeah, I mean even like they uh, their chemistry and their uh, and just the people that they are, especially again, especially Paul Bettany. Oh my gosh, that man is that man was so talented during this uh, during the series. Um, I think you have a new favorite actor, my friend. Oh, oh, for sure, Paul Bettany is up there now. But thanks to Wandavision, Paul Bettany is so much up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I liked how the first one was pretty much just straight, like basic sitcom problem, like nothing special, nothing just it's just a basic sitcom problem. I yeah, the only I thing love that.
0: yeah, the only thing that um seemed off in the sense that you know it's like a big mystery is mm-hmm. that one scene where they're at the dinner table and she's
1: just stop it. Stop it! Yeah, and then and then he's just like choking. Here's the thing: is that is still confusing to me? I I don't know what that is. Is that just in general the hex messing up? Is that well? Did Wanda make him choke? Like that's yeah. Like
0: that's what that's what I was wondering. Like or like she was she to make it less obvious to Vision. She like I I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to word it correctly. Yeah, it's like. She um, was trying to keep Vision from trying to um, think about, is this what is this place? Is there somewhere outside that kind of thing? And,
1: and caused like a so, distraction.
0: Yeah, and she was so focused on that, that um, there was a glitch in the hex to where she kept doing that, or like, she didn't fully realize that it was happening. And then, yeah,
1: I mean remember, I mean, like, remember when, um, uh, oh, okay, now that actually makes sense, okay, literally coming up with this right now, so you remember how in episode, uh, five, which again, we'll get into later, he was like, I have to believe that whatever this was was subconscious at first, and you've only just now become, like, aware of it, maybe that was the case, like, maybe it was subconscious then, but then maybe she, when she started becoming conscious of it, that's when it started kind of going out of whack.
0: Yeah, like, she, because in the first two episodes, she believed that um, this was the real world for a brief moment.
1: Oh, yeah. So, or at least she was fully immersed into it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Before S.W.O.R.D. Um, started coming in. And then she realized, oh, I have to create this world, and my life has to be perfect. Let's rewind. That kind of <laughs> let's thing. Go, let's, let's,
1: let's, let's go backwards.
0: <laughs> let's go backwards. Just a, few, just a few seconds.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think I, I liked the uh, all the little hints that they did at first. Um, I've seen some people say that th- I think they would – that they would have preferred if they kept the sword stuff, like, out. Like, just didn't touch the sword stuff until, like, Vision went out. So, like, we found out when Vision found out. I'm that would mixed. be really cool. That would be – Yeah, I'm I'm very mixed on that. Like, like I, they, I feel like it would be cool, but –
0: Like, save those sword-focused um, episodes for later in the series. Like, they yeah, start – like
1: a, Like, episode four basically is essentially non-existent. Uh, Or maybe that episode is set after... Wait, that would have been after episode six, then. The
0: very beginning of episode four starts after um, Tony snaps.
1: Yeah. Or Bruce Banner.
0: Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner snaps. I get that confused. I need to go back and watch Endgame again.
1: Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, just no one... one only uh, only people remember Tony's. You know, they don't remember the one that actually saved everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only, um, they only
0: remember the one where the main character of the MCU died.
1: Yeah, they don't and... remember the one where actually everyone came back.
0: No. So, br- but, brief side uh, note about then... that. Brief side note about that, just, just before mm-hmm. we move on. When we went to go see Endgame, and my mom was there, she she didn't really like the Marvel movies. The only reason she would go was because of Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> She loves him. Oh, and, and then, then when she died, she just hated every single Marvel movie afterwards. She wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't watch the new Spider-Man, she wouldn't watch, well, she did watch the new Spider-Man, but it was hilarious because like when they had that tribute to Tony in the very beginning.
1: Oh, <laughs> she was probably so hurt. Oh, she
0: was so mad. Oh, yeah. She has never watched a movie, Marvel movie since. But anyways, well, there haven't
1: like, been any Marvel movies since. Well,
0: like, any, anything marvel related, Because, no, like, oh, okay. during um, quarantine, we went back and watched some of the earlier MCU films, and she wouldn't watch them.
1: Hmm, okay. Well, yeah, anyway. Well, um, back to what we were talking about. And I liked how... I, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like some of the things... I feel like there are a few things that might have been red herrings or just little things that were just trying to throw us off. Like the thing with Dottie, like whenever, whenever Jimmy was coming in the speaker in episode two and like he was talking and Dottie was like, Oh, who are you? Blah, blah, blah all that. That might've been her breaking for a second. But the part before where she was like, Oh, I don't believe you. Like that, that might've been a light red herring.
0: Yeah. Cause for a second I thought that, um,
1: yeah, I was like like how she, she, know she, she was, is.
0: she was like an Agnes type um, character, where um, yeah, like she actually knew what was going on. She was trying to mess everything up for a brief. Segment. That's what I thought it was.
1: Yeah, and I, said, and I think that was.
0: A- then when then as the episode went on, we figured, yeah, she's not she's she's not the bad guy.
1: <laughs> she she's not bad guy. She's she not, not bad
0: guy. She's not bad. She's not bad. Yeah,
1: she's not a she bad guy. Uh, but um, then in episode three. Episode three of Welcome to the Seventies. Welcome to the Seventies. Now in color, you know. Um, But I I, I think I thoroughly enjoyed that episode too. That was
0: a that was a good episode. I think the best part was Vision trying to figure out what to do. Oh yeah, he was just like he always has the he always has the book with him, trying to figure out what he's doing wrong. Yeah, he's like, "Hmm." and then when he goes and gets the doctor, and then, um. Like, Wanda goes completely off Like a lot, like the duck
1: Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the the, 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 the Is it a, frick. Is it a What, the, what it was the deuce, animal? Right? Was it was no. a goose, right? No, frick What was the animal? Swan? It, wait, it, no
0: It's, that, it's swan. that one It's that one bird with the really long legs And they walk through the water Is that, is that a swan? Wait, it is a swan it Was makes it a com- swan? Because it, it makes complete sense Because Stork! No, it was a stork. Stork, yes. It was a stork. Okay. It, makes com- it makes complete sense because you know um, babies. babies are usually um, delivered. By <laughs>
1: We're just gonna ignore that. <laughs> We're just let's just gonna ignore that. Let's continue. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, uh, and I loved um, I loved everything when it came to the kids and everything that was absolutely adorable and I, and I sure. I loved I loved their interaction with like whenever uh, Frick, who who was born first, Tommy, Tommy was born first, uh, to whenever Tommy was born. And then she was like, Oh, you want to meet your Your, your son as yourself. And, and I don't know. That whole interaction was that absolutely was, it
0: was so wholesome, dude. Yeah. And then he goes to kiss her and then just, ah, it's another baby coming. Another baby coming. <laughs> oh, Billy! <laughs> uh, oh,
1: yeah. boy. And then that thing with, um, Monica,
0: Yes, right. I
1: thought she killed her. I knew she was gonna be in the other episodes, but I thought she killed her. I was like, Oh my gosh, what I kill her.
0: <laughs> but but the thing is like when she's going off, it's like what what is happening? And that actually revealed like what the world is. And like yeah. this is and that,
1: and that threw me off. I was like
0: oh, what? How does she know about Ultron What?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because wait, wait a second, doesn't this take place in nineteen
1: seventy? And well, no. Actually, here's the thing. Was born you, in 2015. Here's the thing. If you look at the um, the calendar in the even the 50s episode, it actually says it takes place in like 2023 or 2024. Really? I think. Right. Was that the time? Yes. 24. I didn't
0: see that. I have to
1: go back. Um, and watch that. I, yeah, I'll need I'll need to check it again. But apparently, it does actually. So like it 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 is still in like normal times. It's just like. Not yeah, especially me. <laughs>
0: It's 2023. They got rid of COVID by now. Oh yeah, COVID's already good. Been...
1: That's the thing. Everyone that snapped got to k- got to skip COVID in the MCU. They
0: skipped COVID. Come on. They got to
1: skip COVID. I'm upset. Can I be snapped please? I'm okay. Um anyway. <laughs> but then we move on to episode 4 and like like we said it starts in the uh after Bruce Banner snaps and you can actually see the Amount of chaos, like we saw in Far From Home, like the good parts of it, you know, people being reunited, blah blah blah. But you didn't get to see the chaos that yeah, arose, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, in the hospital. Like all these people coming back, people are running. Um, They're like, oh wait, I need to talk to my family. And I need to talk like, to my family. For- I'm sorry that your your family died five years ago.
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I love I love, Mon- I love Monica the whole time. She was basically just like, hey, wait, I need to go. I need to go find my mom. Oh yeah, she did. What? Oh yeah, she died three years ago. It was like two years after you snap. What? what? <laughs> Why? What? I demand. What? To see, I activate
0: Karen Mok. I demand to see the manager.
1: <laughs> nah, man, Thanos is gone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I, and, and, I, and I like it. I really did enjoy that episode. But um, I mean, it's not like anywhere up in my top favorites or anything. Not because it's a bad episode. It's just it's just it, it's not the best of the yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, I did like the little bit of expansion on the side of Wanda and Vision, and uh, that reveal of like the body, um, which I think that again that was also trying to be a red herring. That was because there was a reported uh, deleted deleted post-credit scene from Endgame, and the theories that red herring was supposed to throw us off and be like, "Oh shoot, uh, body, dead body."
0: Uh. But here, here, here's the big question that I've been trying to figure out. Why did Sword have Vision's body? Wouldn't it have been at the Avengers facility?
1: Uh, we can we'll get to we'll get to that in we'll get to that we'll, <laughs> we'll like, get to that in the. I I just I feel like episode. I
0: need to ask that we'll talk about that in a second yeah.
1: when we get but, to that episode. Episode five, loved it. Loved the kids. Loved the love the that one was a, a very emotional episode, and uh, I. That, inter- that argument at the end between Wanda and Vision was probably one of no, my No, you favorite. cannot do
0: this, Wanda.
1: Yeah, that was oh, probably one of my. Oh, you think I can't? My- <laughs> Credits. <laughs> no, but I, I, uh, I think that, that whole interaction is probably one of my favorites of the whole series because, uh, again, Paul Bettany's friggin' acting. amazing. I love, it. I love
0: it when he screams. I don't know why. Hello. When he yells, when Paul I love it
1: when Be- he screams, when Paul Bettany screams, snitches, snitches end up in ditches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he says a lot. Um, and then that, that quick And then, what am I going to bring? I'll just go to the quicksilver thing. Yeah. I, lo- I loved that quicksilver thing. And here's the thing: my mom hasn't seen the, uh, the X Men films or whatever, but yeah. she got straight up chills when he showed up. <laughs>
0: because she's seen um age of ultron right
1: i think so i mean she didn't like she knew it was the brother like she knew it was the brother in general so she was like you know Uh, (laughs) she like freaked out she was like oh um but um what was it what was the next one six again yeah okay episode six one of my favorites of the entire series, right? minus the finale. It was so good. Love the acting. Love the
0: inspiration uh, loved from
1: the- Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't.
0: get over that.
1: Yes, it was. It was absolutely amazing. Like I would watch an entire show of just episode six. Like I would kill for that. Uh, <laughs> Evan Peters' childless. Like that was uh, that was awesome as well. Um, but you
0: know, I think what's crazy is. Um, like when he has to lie to his wife just to well um vision has to lie to wanda and he's trying to figure out like what's going on my question is why is she getting so mad when she knew that because of vision's personality he would do something like this
1: like no matter what maybe i I think think maybe because she assumed she had like full control uh, yeah i think she she either thought she had full control or she was like i kind of need to just focus on the kids right now um or maybe, because she, she had always reset whenever he was getting too far. Um, and But that was when it was dead obvious. I mean, he, she never reversed it whenever he just had a light skepticism. But whenever he was getting really deep into it, she would reverse it. So I think yeah, either like, she was done, she was like, you know what, fine, he'll do whatever he wants and he'll probably get himself killed. Or she assumed that, he wouldn't keep going, and he did. I don't know.
0: But the thing is, he did, and because he was created in the hex, he cannot leave. And if he tries to leave, he will slowly just um, be sucked back in.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that was very interesting. And uh, I will say, I got the um, that part kind of spoiled with the um, the leak, uh, which actually, ironically, was the episode seven uh like previously part like that's that's what got um leaked but uh it was so cool to see that whole thing and that and like how there's the kids had started getting their powers and uh the the genuine concern and everything like i again ugh, episode six one of my favorites of the entire series and then like
0: and what they did in episode seven i have to say it was probably one of the most brilliant decisions
1: the which office which Oh the yeah, they the office. Did uh, the office. Straight up straight up vision doing the uh, wait, who's the one that does the eye thing? Is it right, which eye? character it's not Dwight. Which character is the one that does the thing where they look directly into the camera like who, who is that? Jim Jim. Jim. Thank Jim. you, Jim. Jim. He, literally vision did that. He was just like
0: <laughs> I'm why not am amused. I, why am I, wait, why am I just sitting here? Talking to you, this is over.
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice that he had the little microphone on him until he picked that, and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I will say that episode was not one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Just,
1: just because I'm not a humongous Modern Family fan. Plus, um, I, it, plus, it didn't do much for me because we already knew Agatha or we already knew Agnes was Agatha it well, just kind of it was just kind of confirmed yeah
0: that, that that's really all the episode was it was to confirm that Agatha was the person pulling strings
1: yeah as well as uh you know completing one of the stages of grief because the show goes through like all the stages it, of grief which it, is good the five stages of grief it's um it's uh denial Bar no denial something bargaining depression and acceptance. acceptance. I forgot. I forgot what that other one was. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll need to look it up. But yeah, but <clears throat> and then and then we really get to
0: see like that grief um, play out throughout Wanda's life in episode eight because oh, you know we we get to see it. more of her backstory mm-hmm. and like and it also confirmed why she was doing these sitcoms yes um, and like because she want like her father brought home the dvds from america yeah. and everything
1: yeah definitely uh i loved the emotion in that episode just the pure raw and every everyone acting in that episode like the people who like the parents uh elizabeth olsen everyone who was in that episode that it was amazing because i i felt that and i think <clears throat> the part where she was creating the hex or where we saw she was creating the hex that was just Pure raw emotion there, and I absolutely loved that. Just you could tell she was just broken, and then she just like because that's when she um was that denial or bar bargaining? No, that would have Well, no, that stage would have been denial because that would have been right at the beginning. She was like, you know what? No, I'm not. He's not gone. And then yeah, most bar- bar- yeah, you know, people like, oh no, was, he's uh, not gone, but he <gasps> bargaining was episode five. Yeah. I and then, Bargaining was episode five, and then depression nine. was episode depression was episode seven. Episode nine was acceptance. Yes, yes. It, it, it pretty much skipped an episode more
0: but or it, less. But I think it kind of changed a part of the MCU because we were always led to believe that her powers um, were given her through the um, Strucker experiments. But it actually was, revealed. But it actually revealed that she did have them since she was born.
1: Yeah, that I found very interesting. I was like. Oh wow she like they really because
0: I because I, I knew that she was a scarlet witch and everything I mean but I didn't think that she was an actual witch That's yeah, what I thought blew that would have just mind. been
1: I thought that would have just been a fancy nickname, but I, I loved that how they like how they would have brought that in they're like she was a witch
0: from the naturally. very beginning she,
1: she, she was she would have naturally been a witch, but I like how what she said what uh, um,
0: but I think it uh, like Agnes said, but it was she this. was like.
1: Yeah, it was through those experiments. Yeah, Agnes. Yeah, it was, was through like, the
0: experiments oh, okay. that her powers grew and and that they would have just
1: gone dormant if it wasn't for that.
0: And it's also because <clears> the <throat> Mindstone um the Mindstone gave her that vision that she was the Scarlet Witch, but she didn't understand it then.
1: Oh yeah, of course. She's not, <laughs> not a magic user who would know about that, you know. Um, but yeah, and then I I love that ending. Literally, I was watching that episode before I went to school that day, and I literally jumped out of my bed uh, and clapped whenever she said, "You uh, that makes you the Scarlet Witch." I was like, "Yes,
0: <laughs> yes!" Now it's time to get on the school bus.
1: <laughs> yes, now it's time for me to get to school. Literally,
0: that was, it. and now I'm actually <laughs> excited to go to school so I can watch yeah. this episode again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I was. I think I was grounded that week, but. Before on the other episodes, what I would do is I would, watch, I would get up early, watch the episode at home, go to school, watch the episode again during school, and then watch it again with my mom uh, at, after school. That's so you watch it three ones. times a day. So I would usually watch it about three times a day.
0: <laughs> of course, um, you but, would do that. Yes, you, I would do you, that. You are the only person that I can think of ever doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you'd and then you'd probably watch
0: Endgame for an entire day and not get tired of it. Probably, (laughs) but anyways, continue.
1: Episode nine,
0: the big one, the best one, the good one.
1: I loved that. I I I, surprisingly, you know what? One of my favorite parts about that episode was what was it? The vision and vision interaction. Ah, I'm sorry again. Paul Bettany reacting to himself. (laughs) No, but I like I loved the whole like. Um, but I
0: am not the real Vision,
1: only a temporary. And, and then, yeah, I and I, I love that that interaction with the uh, um the ship of Theseus. Um, that whole thing that, that is just I don't know. I loved it. Um, on, the only thing that I will say is I seems mixed. I love Paul Bettany and I love Vision and I want him to continue to stay alive. So I'm happy that he will find a way to stay alive. That said. Maybe they could have left out the part of him giving I mean, back his memories. Well, I mean, maybe you could have still done that. But the thing, well, even maybe then, because like, think about it. Now, what happens at the end of episode nine? Whenever she's saying goodbye to him, and even though yes, he was like, "Oh, uh, stands to reason, we'll say we'll say hello again." I will say that it. Kind of nulls. The, the part where we see vision, you know, is fine, and white vision just dips. That kind of nulls that scene a little bit. Yes, it's an emotional scene, and I love that interaction. Again, I love love their connection. I love their chemistry. Yeah, and, but and that's the it, thing
0: that leads her into the stage of acceptance.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she, she, it. it's more she, the end. Actually, it's more the
1: end. Yeah. Of the, yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying because she she accepts it, and of course she accepts who she is, and she knows, yeah, and you know all that. And she accepts the fact that all of her kids and her husband is gone, and she goes and lives in a quiet home all alone. And then her
0: except for the fact that she's in her book.
1: Yeah, except for the fact that her astral form is trying to open up the multiverse so she can get her kids back.
0: Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like when we hear the um, voices of Tommy and Billy, it really opens up to why. Um, the multiverse of madness is happening. I think it's going. What's going to happen is because, like, they were talking about, it's going to be more of a horror-like movie. because, uh-huh. like, I mean, they have Sam Raimi
1: directing. Oh yeah, that was the thing. Whenever they cast, whenever they did Sam Raimi, uh, not only that, I love the original Spider-Man films, but the fact that he is a horror director and he also he knows how to do s- superhero and horror, so you can clump that together. One one director who can do. And both. it's
0: called and it's called multiverse of madness, and you know what that means toby mcguire andrew garfield
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> but don't don't be like everyone but, but, to, but, but yeah.
0: going into the more serious points i think what it's going to be about is she's going to open up the multiverse and she's going to actually be the main villain of this
1: that's what i personally think I don't think she'll be the main villain but she might have like one of those like back and forth things where she's like yeah. either she believes she's the good guy but Doctor Strange is like hey I know you're good but like stop stop <laughs> the multiverse is going to die don't do don't try to bring back your kids and she's like you can't stop me I'm more powerful I than you I'm more
0: powerful than you I'm a Scarlet Witch <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> No but yeah and I think Again, uh, just to wrap up a few of the last thoughts before we can talk about like the future of like the MCU. I don't think I will connect to any other Marvel project or at least for example, like Falcon and a Soldier the way that I did to WandaVision because the raw, the raw emotion, the chemistry, the characters, the, the love that they have, just everything. It was so... It, it, it really hits you. It yes. hits you hard. Yes, and it, it just—I won't ever connect to anything like that. Like, yeah, like I'll of course I'll love the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'll love their chemistry of them like fighting and um,
0: the action like, and all that. And like trying to figure out like how do we live up to Captain America's legacy?
1: Yeah, so like that'll be good, and I will I will thoroughly enjoy that, but I won't connect to it as much as I did in Vision, and I get yeah too because
0: like the. The Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's going to be more spy type. Um, yeah, that'll be more, yeah. Be, it will be more action-based.
1: Which is fine. I'm fine with that. I like that. I love myself some good old bop, 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 you know?
0: I do like that. <laughs> yes. But the and, scene... but, it's, but it's because they're different stories, you know? And the thing is, WandaVision, this was just the story of Wanda um, going through the five stages of grief and eventually yes, accepting... That vision is gone, and that she needs to move on. Yes, but then she doesn't. She except for the, fact that she except for the fact she's trying to bring her kids back. <laughs> yeah, except
1: she won't. You know, I want. Okay, I lo-
0: okay. I I lost, I lost the love of my wife, and that's okay. But I want my kids back.
1: <laughs> vision is gonna come. White vision is gonna come back. Hey, no, no, we went
0: through this already. We, went we did this. this. Let us let us not do it again.
1: Yeah, we went through this already. WandaVision, no, uh, episode season two is literally just the same thing all over again.
0: Oh, dude. Oh.
1: but but yeah. So, the future. Let us talk about it. We have the next film uh, that connects to these ones: Spider-Man Three. How much do you think it's going to c- connect to it?
0: I think it's going to connect a fair a fair bit because you know we have all the stuff going on about um Jamie Foxx coming in for Electro and then
1: mm-hmm.
0: what, what's his name um Alfred Molina Alfred Molina coming in to do um Doc Ock yes I, I personally think that um like I, I'm not going to say that because they already confirmed that Jamie Foxx is going to be looking completely different so, I don't think that this is going to connect to, like, the Amazing Spider-Man or anything, but... Oh, I
1: knew, I knew it wasn't anyway, because the dude's dead. So, unless they're going to completely null and void the ending of that movie as well,
0: the thing he's is,
1: dead.
0: But the thing is, you know, a lot of people will talk about Doc Ock being dead. That might not exactly be the case, because he fell into the water. What if, during the events on Multiverse of Madness, a portal opened? And he went into the Spider-Man Homecoming universe.
1: Uh, I think even that. I mean, because that one, he was like, "I'm not gonna die, a monster." So I think doing that kind of again, once again, nulls and voids it. So I think they they, they pick some really dang hard characters to bring back. Like yeah. I think it'll just be multiverse characters. And once again, I think it's just the actors for that nod. And, like, and I, I think-
0: yeah, and I think I'm. That's honestly what I want them to do. I just think like that universe thing would just be like a little bit of a cherry on the top of the ice cream sundae yeah. but they I don't think they should do it because oh, no. it, it just the death of Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2 was so iconic in the sense that like for instance he said I'm not going to die a monster I'm going to die a man that helped people and yeah. he did he helped save eight people. eight million
1: I don't know. It's been a fat minute since I've seen
0: Spider-Man 2. Yeah. But, I mean, he um, saved an entire city because of that, and I think that by just doing that, his sacrifice just totally diminishes. Yeah. So, but I do think that it is cool that they are doing that character-wise. That, that's how I personally connected, but what I think would be cool, um, the thing is, Tom Holland could have possibly debunked this. Because you know, a lot of people have been talking about, um, you know, because of all these um, former Spider Man Ulti first actors coming in to do this, you know, people have been connecting that Andrew Garfield or Toby Maguire are going to make appearances. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, because in an interview, like Tom Holland, he said, like, people asked him, he's like, I haven't been told about anything about Toby Maguire or Andrew coming on and I haven't seen them on set. The thing is, you can't completely take his word for it because Disney doesn't even let him read the script.
1: Yeah, and I mean, for example, like Gwyneth Paltrow didn't even know half the movie she was in. She would just film stuff, and she was, literally, she was like, oh, wait, I was in Spider-Man Homecoming? Now, I know Gwyneth Paltrow is different than Tom Holland, but I'm saying, like, if 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 you if an actor doesn't even know they're in a movie, how are you going to expect the other actors to know that that actor is in that movie? Right, exactly. <laughs> um that, but i th- i think sorry you go no go ahead okay i think uh the i think here's the thing i think if they are going to do anything with the multiverse well i mean i think they're going to do a little bit with the multiverse like maybe uh what whatever wanda's doing will kind of accidentally open some portals and we'll have that stuff but i don't think that'll be the main focus of the film i think the main focus will be about Peter Parker and him trying to come to terms with you know the fact that the entire world is trying to kill him and has and knows his identity but the thing Uh, is
0: like when we go to the multiverse you know a lot of people have been talking that Venom 2 Tom Holland's Spider-Man will be in so like I think like you know we maybe could see some Venomverse and MCU interaction somewhat like Maybe yeah, Maybe um, maybe
1: a little bit. Well, I think I think the most interaction, unless Sony and Marvel like really sit down and like you know big buttload of money comes on the comes on the ground, I think the most interaction we'll get is if Spider Man crosses over into the, the Venomverse. I don't think like, I think I
0: think what would happen is like he accidentally. Well, here's the thing. We also have to look. Venom Two is coming out in June of twenty one, and uh huh. Um, Morbius is
1: in Morbius is January of 22 which
0: and then um, and then Spider-Man is coming on Christmas
1: yeah that's the small thing that I'm gonna bring in here they wanted to they delayed uh, Morbius because they wanted to dodge no no time to die but here's the thing now you've made it basically really weird because think about it. Venom 2 and Morbius were both supposed to connect to Spider-Man 3 with the whole like oh he's a murderer and all that now we're going to have that resolved in spider-man 3 and then we're going to go back to having that problem in morbius because it comes out a month later well
0: and the, and, the, and the thing is like we haven't seen the movie or anything so we don't know if that's completely the case
1: well no it is in the trailer we literally see on the wall it's a picture of spider-man oh yeah yeah mind sorry you. mind I- you mind you it is sam raimi's suit but that's probably just for legal reasons spread murderer on it and even in Venom 2 you know there's a bunch of posters and stuff that say where's Spider-Man um so all this is like it's supposed to connect so you're going to want that stuff to come out before Spider-Man 3 you're not going to want that to come out after Spider-Man 3 unless you're not going to resolve in Spider-Man 3 which is weird but
0: well well I think like what they're going to do is like it's it's one of those classic cases like um what is it again it's that case where um, the Infinity War Ant-Man incident where um, Infinity War came out before um, Ant-Man and the Wasp did and people were wondering, does this take place like after? Does it take place before? And then when um, we find out that it actually takes place during um, the events of Infinity War so I think it's kind of kind of be like that
1: maybe who knows maybe they'll cut the whole Spider-Man stuff completely out of the movie who knows I don't know it's Uh, really up
0: to the Sony executives but going but going back to that like I think um but the thing is like when you go to Venom for example it takes place on the complete other side of the country yeah so it's still open to your interpretation because like They didn't specifically say where it was. They didn't specifically say that it wasn't in the MCU. It was kind of its own thing, so they can still connect the Venomverse into the MCU.
1: Yeah, they can. I mean, I think honestly, I feel like it's it's a lot smarter to do it as a multiverse thing. But you can, in a way, you're just gonna. There's just gonna be a couple lines here and there that kind of have to be null and void in your head, like the part where he's like, "Oh, aliens!" You mean like, uh, and he's like, "You know, (laughs) aliens." If this takes place in 2018, you've experienced aliens about mm, I don't know, probably like twice. <laughs> Earth has experienced aliens at least twice. Well, I mean, maybe As he was 2018, a
0: little maybe he was a little drunk, and he didn't yeah, see the maybe, newspaper that day. When he day. was in
1: New York, he was just maybe when he was in New York, he was just like, "Hey sir, how you doing?" Just Ch- Chitauri flying by. Hey sir, good to see you. I your motorcycle. I like I like your sky cycle, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then Do- and then Doctor Strange too. I'm I'm extremely excited for that. Um, I yes. I'm hoping for a lot of good cameos, not even just of actors. So I've, just... I've actually never
0: seen the original. There have been several Marvel movies. I have not seen, um, Thor. I haven't seen.
1: That's Or the Dark
0: World. Good. <laughs> I haven't. It's boring. Seen I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Watch it. I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two.
1: Watch it.
0: I haven't seen Doctor Strange.
1: <laughs> Watch it. Watch it. Uh... And
0: there's one more. What is it? No, I, I have seen The Incredible Hulk. Never mind. Yeah. But yes, but I, I I did I have seen like the first fifteen minutes of it. But yeah. I definitely am excited because I've always wanted to see what, what a horror-like superhero movie would be like. And that's what I thought um, The New Mutants was going to be like.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, that was, uh, I think, what the original thing was going to be. The original in the intention. Day.
0: But then Disney says, hey, Fox, you're going bankrupt. Agent. Let me buy you.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now you have
0: <laughs> Okay. That New Mutants movie, do whatever you have with it. And release it in theaters. Let's see what happens. One of the worst movies I've ever seen.
1: I have not seen
0: it. I haven't even seen Dark Phoenix. Don't bother. Don't bother. Dark, All Dark, right. Dark, Dark, Dark Phoenix, I, I think Dark Phoenix is actually pretty good. It's not, it's not the best X-Men movie, but it's still good. Do not watch the New Mutants. It is terrible, has no plot, and is pointless.
1: Oh, so it's kind of like Cats. <laughs> yeah it's like I sat down there was I no cats.
0: reason there was no reason to make this
1: why i literally could take the entire movie of cats crunch it together into the first 15 minutes of an entirely different movie that's how much nothing happened in it anyway this yeah. is about marvel not about musicals but yeah i'm excited to see what they're going to do with Dr. sitting Strange in the too. rain <laughs> no uh, <laughs> but anyways I'm expecting a lot of uh, big uh, character cameos and alternate versions. I think if nothing else, I think honestly, I would take um, uh, Tom Cruise, Iron Man. I would love that. Or at least Tom Cruise, Tony Stark. That'd be cool.
0: Yes. Dude, he was originally supposed to be Tony Stark. Yeah, that's
1: why there's, there's, the original cast was gonna be like, uh, Tom Cruise as, as Iron Man, John Krasinski as Captain America. Emily Blunt as Black Widow. Uh, Bl- I, don't just, ag- I don't agree with Emily Blunt as Black Widow. I do not <laughs> um, uh, Edward Norton, of course, we had his Hulk. Uh, excuse me. Um, it, it was bad. Just, just to say it was bad. I want to say, was it the other... I think it was just the other Hemsworth brother that... <laughs> excuse me. No, Ooh. I think I, I think Chris was always planned. Well it was actually the last two runner-ups were uh, the the last it was kind of funny they joked about it. The last two runner-ups for Thor was Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth. It was two two Hemsworth oh, brothers no were the...
0: There's no difference.
1: What do you mean there's no difference? I mean
0: God blessed gotta... them with some of the most amazing masculine look you could ever have and all these girls were <laughs> at you.
1: Yeah, Gosh, so of course yeah. you have
0: no this this is what happened. God. I like this family. Two beautiful boys go. Yeah,
1: two beautiful boys go. And then he's like, he's like, all right, we're gonna put just uh masculinity. Oh, oops. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Well, we've been yapping for a while, so we have we one last segment, I believe. We do. So let us open up with
0: that question that your friend gave us. I probably should have brought it. That'd be smart. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely tell we were a little underplanned for this.
1: Yes, we were a little we underplanned because this out for
0: six months. Sorry, school sucks. School does suck. Okay. That's what. But the thing is, we actually did um, end at a good point because I usually we when we were doing the old thing, I usually stop at about yeah. August, September to focus on school. Luckily, yeah. the plan is always to open back up in March, so he, we hit just the right corner.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I'm going back in my stories to see if I can find the question. What When when, when was this? What month was this? I believe it was this. Disney Investors Call, maybe. Was it after or before the Investors Call? Sorry, I'm trying to find the thing where the question was asked.
0: Uh, it, it was that okay. day that we planned to do the live stream. But um, Oh
1: yeah, I forgot we were gonna do that. There's the investors call, just a whole bunch of stuff about the and That was back
0: in. That was back December. in November. It was back. No,
1: the the investor call was in December.
0: Well, no, the question that you got. Oh,
1: here we go. Got it. 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 Got
0: it. Okay. Good. Read, please.
1: Uh. Well, I hope I do at least. It's not wanting to. If it will. Why can't I see the responses?
0: Trebek, can you go ahead and just give me the Jeopardy music? I need to play it over this. (laughs) This is the rest of the episode. Two two idiots singing the Jeopardy
1: theme. (laughs) That's the entire episode. Uh, uh, How do I see... Do you want to... Responses. I can't see your response. It's fine. But anyway, yeah. the question was something along the lines of like, what makes a good film or something like that? Or what makes a, qual- a good quality film? Or writing a good well, film? Something along yeah, the lines it. Yeah,
0: it, it was, um, what inspires you to become filmmakers? That's what it was.
1: Mm. Oh, I was thinking of a completely different question. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, yes. go ahead, go ahead and, and share your thoughts. I'll leave mine for a, a little bit.
1: Alrighty. Well, what inspired me to become a filmmaker? I think I just, I've always enjoyed, uh, like when it came to acting and movies and TV and stuff, like TV and stuff has always been in a big part of my life. And I think at some point I just started slowly thinking, huh, people make these things. I am human. Hmm. You know, <laughs> just stuff like, no, but like, I think it really also hit whenever, um, in seventh grade we had a project where we had to make a silent film and uh me and two other people made it and we absolutely had a lot of fun making stuff and then we made a sequel in eighth grade that never ended up getting released um and then like you had that third one
0: planned or something it was like that yeah and then i was
1: i was gonna make another one but like it never ended up working out and then i started writing another one that i was gonna make when i was in high school or when I, when I started high school, but then COVID hit, so I never got to that part of the curriculum, (laughs) so there's still a whole project just sitting, waiting to be made, but I think that's about when it started, like, really hitting, because I was, like, I had a lot of fun, we had a lot of fun writing, we had a lot of fun filming, and that's when it hit, I was, like, filmmaking is a really big, it's, it's, it's a good, it's, it's a long and hard process, but it's a good process, because, yeah, the things that you can just sit down, relax and enjoy, it takes a lot of hard work to create that. And I enjoy it. I enjoy writing, I enjoy creating, I enjoy coming up with ideas and putting stuff down to eventually be created. Now, okay. What about you? What you got?
0: So for me, it really started with my dad cuz when he when he was my age, he always told me that he wanted to be a filmmaker. Like he would sit um at the Blockbuster Early in the mornings before school, just to get a VHS of like the new big movie he wanted to see. Like, he he even went to a blockbuster like a few days before the Jurassic Park VHS came out. He was like, Please, sir, let me, let me, please, let me have the movie. I see that you have copies in the back. And apparently, the store owner was like, Go clean the windows and I'll go give you the copy. Really, wow, but like he always told me that it was something that he wanted to do, and I just kind of like feel like I should continue that dream i I want to do it as a love letter to my dad because of like how he inspired me into the filmmaking business itself he He's always showing me these articles and everything about filmmaking, that's why I love it so much, but I also want to tell stories that you know people can not only relate to but they're dramatic and emotional and that you feel like you can like like these are real people like with yes. this and like i have this movie that i'm working on right now i have no idea when it will be done hopefully the script will be done um in the summer and then depending on how covid goes i can film and cast oh. in 22 But it's a very um, emotional and dramatic story about um, two high school friends. That's all I want to say right now. I don't want to give a whole lot away. Still kind of building up. But it's about um, these two high school friends who both have issues in their life. And then they um, come together and, like, they work um, how to improve their lives and what they want to do, you know, when they get out of high school. And it's just a a really – it's just a story that I feel like some people can relate to and that it will have a message of to follow what you want to do. Don't let people tell you what you can or can't be. That's those, those are the stories that I want to make. And I just feel like I can make an audience really love them and connect to them.
1: That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, I, I think some of my absolute top favorite films have always been films that have a real raw, good emotion and character to them um yeah i love huge spectacle i love uh you know action i love all that but some of my favorite films are always the ones that are just pure raw character and pure raw emotion. yeah like
0: one, one of my favorites um, is gifted with chris evans
1: i have to, i still haven't seen that yet i haven't I've seen that. To see that that was that came out when i was younger before i was really into movies
0: But <laughs> dude it is so good and it's exactly what you're talking about it's yeah. so emotionally character driven
1: yeah like way, guy him. by the way listeners go watch that right now yes go watch that movie <laughs> um yeah those have always been some of my favorite films and uh yeah uh, uh even me too i want to create stuff that is enjoyable for other people and stuff that they can connect to even if it is stupid stupid childish self-aware satire spy stuff like Something that people can connect to and something that people can thoroughly enjoy.
0: Yeah, know, like they that. have that feeling of like something they saw when they were kids or something like that.
1: Yeah. Or even or even just putting something out there. I mean, you don't have to have a fifty billion dollar budget to create a movie. All you need yeah. is a camera and an actor. Boom. Camera, I mean, actor. Like
0: you have a great camera in almost any smartphone.
1: Yeah. <sighs> but wow. I, any other?
0: I think that's it.
1: That's it. All right, righty then.
0: So, any closing remarks, Ramses?
1: WandaVision. Wa- My WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though. Um, last remarks. WandaVision is an absolutely amazing show. If you got bored in the first two episodes, watch the darn show it gets good. Uh, I don't know how you got all the way over here without watching the other shows, but watch it anyway. And uh, and enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Okay. Well, guys, I just want to say thank you for listening. All of your support really helps us and inspires us to do more um, throughout our filmmaking career and continue with this podcast. And like Ramsey said, if you got lost in the first one or two episodes of WandaVision, give it a chance. You might actually really like it.
1: Yeah, and even if you don't, I mean...
0: Paul Bettany. <laughs> Paul Bettany.
1: <laughs> Paul Bettany. If you, even if you don't enjoy it, Paul Bettany.
0: Pep, Paul Bettany. <laughs> well, guys, before I end this off, I just wanted to let you guys know that we both have YouTube channels and also, mm-hmm. also social media accounts. You can follow me on my Letterboxd account where I review movies, and maybe even give some small little tidbits of interma- information about future podcast episodes and even stuff on my YouTube channel. As for my YouTube channel, Long Live Physical Media, where I cover why you need to collect physical versions of games and movies, <laughs> no streaming, <laughs> even though WandaVision is forcibly a streamed movie or a series. I'll give it that. That was the only reason that I have Disney+. Plus. collect physical media
1: do it long live physical media that's funny um and you can find me uh, on youtube same name of ramsey sandoval uh that said that really weirdly that's not how you say my name ramsey sandoval um you can find that just all one word you can find that on uh, youtube and instagram Uh, on youtube i do a wide variety of stuff i've done trailer edits i've done reviews i've done uh, meme music mashups. I've done memes. <laughs> uh, I, I have done a wide variety of stuff on there. So you, 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 there's something there for you to enjoy. I haven't posted in a fat minute, but I will get back onto that. Um, on Instagram, you'll find a bunch of different things, uh, and you'll find other links to my other Instagram accounts. Um, a bunch of different things. Edits, uh, Christian talks anything. You'll find a whole lot of stuff on there, and a lot of uh, information is probably soon going to be coming out about the Superman project that I talked oh, about yeah. in, the last, in the last podcast. Which want to hear a little bit more about that? Listen to the last podcast episode. Okay. And
0: yeah. Well, my name is Landon Cremines. My name is Ramsey Sandoval, and thank you for listening to the Filmmaker Show. We'll be back soon with a review of the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I can't wait. Hope you guys have a good and awesome day, and we will see you in the next episode.
1: Bye!